Introducing touch-free payments from PayPal, a safe way for your customers to pay. Whether you're a market seller, I'll take two tomatoes and a cucumber. Poodle pamperer, <laughs> piano tuner, or plumber. Signing up to accept touch-free payments for your business is easy. Simply download the PayPal app and display your own unique QR code for your customers to scan. Touch-free QR code payments. No seller fees until 2021. Not applicable to PayPal here transactions. Other fees may apply. Shop safe with PayPal. You're listening to the Law of Attraction Radio Network. International success coach and noted author Constance Arnold delivers life-changing strategies through her own spiritual practices, as well as with best-selling authors and experts that she interviews. Think, believe, and manifest is specially designed to empower your mind and words to work for you and to bring about a life you've been dreaming of. And now, here's Constance Arnold. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to the Law of Attraction Radio Network. And of course, I am Constance Arnold, host of the Think, Believe, and Manifest talk show. And today, I am broadcasting from really beautiful and sunny Atlanta, Georgia. So grateful that you've made a decision to join me today from all over the world. And if you are listening to this recording, I got great news for you. Your life will never, ever be the same again. Well, how are you doing? I pray that you are making a decision to have a great day. You know, that is a choice, right? Well, uh, I have had a great week, and guess what, everybody? I am still celebrating my birthday. Yes, it is my birthday weekend, and I am so grateful. I've heard from so many of you emailing me, happy birthday, Constance. And, you know, I am so blessed. Uh, I was just thinking, uh, you know, sometimes you need to stop, sit down, and sometimes even write down how blessed and abundant you are. I have two powerful mentors, one in Africa, Bishop Victor Yuzosiki, and uh, Pastor James Powers. And uh, great friends that I've had for 20 or 25 years who've been with me through thick and thin. My family, uh, I received calls, texts, gifts. I cried, you name it. And uh, it, it has been and is a wonderful time. You guys know I celebrate for 30 days and somebody asked me, wow, what can I get you? And this is what I tell people. The best thing that you could do for me would be to make a decision to live your best life uh, and then go out and serve and change the world. So I have a great show for you today. Uh, my very special guest is going to be talking to you about reclaim your power to create your best life, how to permanently heal unwanted behaviors. Anybody need that? Chronic Conditions and Addictions, Mr. Dane Stevens, and uh, can't wait to hear what he has to say. Also, uh, the Law of Attraction Radio Network, uh, they have a their new magazine out, and uh, on the cover is Mike Dooley. I love Mike. Uh, you know, he's the one on The Secret who talked about how thoughts 
become things. Uh, I think he has a book entitled that. And uh, I just love reading his work because he really talks a lot about tapping into unlimited possibilities. So it's free. So just go to the network, LOARadioNetwork.com and just get your free digital copy. And additionally, I think we have some new hosts. You want to check everybody out because we are all sending you truth. So somebody asked me, you know, Constance, you know, it's so much going on in the world and globally and the, and in the U.S. And what advice would I give? And uh, I'm just going to tell you what I'm living. I think that uh, uh, I made a decision to guard my heart. And the, the Bible says to guard your heart because out of it flows the issues of life. What does that mean? That means I am guarding and being careful what I look at what I hear, what I say out of my mouth. I'm guarding my emotions and my thinking, and I'm staying centered spiritually. Uh, And it doesn't mean that I'm not aware of what's going on, but it does mean that I choose to tap into the consciousness of peace, unity, love, Etc. So that's what I would tell you to do. Everybody has to make their own decision, uh, but that's what I'm choosing to do. And and while I'm quiet and centered, I'm really asking the spirit, what what should I be doing or being uh, during this time? Uh, how can I serve humanity? What can I share with others that would help to empower them? So that's where I'm coming from, y'all. Uh, also, remember to visit me on social media. Uh, my Instagram is, I got it, L-O-A Constance. <laughs> oh, boy, I forgot for a second. L-O-A Constance and the same thing on Twitter. And my Facebook is Coach with Constance. I do Facebook Live every Monday morning at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And something funny happened this week, I, I, I use my computer instead of my iPhone, and I was just talking away and teaching away. I normally do about 15 minutes. I call it Motivational Monday, and I had my um, headset on, and it wasn't working, so I decided I would not be defeated. I'm going to do this again, so that is Facebook Live. Additionally, I want you to visit my website, fulfillingyourpurpose.com. I have all kinds of goodies and tools that I have designed for you. So many of you are purchasing my affirmations. I have attracting love. Y'all went into a studio. I have a friend who's a five-time Grammy winner. I went into the studio. He had the engineer, and I felt like I was a professional singer or something, but I recorded the um, the affirmations in his studio, so they have great sound, uh, attracting love, um, prosperity, success, self-love, what else, uh, loving yourself, etc. And so, you know, it's something very powerful when you listen to something over and over again. You listen to it just before you go to sleep. And uh, I, I, something funny, one of my listeners told me, he said, Constance, every night before uh, I go to sleep, I have you on in my ear. And so he said uh, he was lying next to his wife and his wife said to him, good night, baby. And then she said to him, good night, Constance. 
and we jokingly laughed about it. I said, you might not want to be listening to me. <laughs> you know, at night when you're lying next to your wife, you know, that's a joke that uh, me and he and his wife just really laugh about. But, you know, when you listen to affirmations at night, that's when your subconscious is most open. And then lastly, uh, my two books, uh, Secrets of Success, if you if you right now cannot uh, you're not ready to coach with me, I would really strongly suggest that you get the book as a workbook. Twenty five years of me really teaching you how to go inside and really deal with those inner behaviors, then get really really clear about what you desire, and then I give you strategies to move forward. Or if you're really ready to attract love, my book "Attracting Genuine and Manifesting Love" uh, is really powerful. You're going to be taking a look at why have I been making the same choices that I have. Uh, who do I need to become? Uh, what are some of the characteristics that I'm looking for in a relationship, etc.? And of course, coaching, I would love to work with you. I would love to partner with you to move you from where you are to where you desire to be. I think that is it, y'all. So I'm going to keep on celebrating my birthday. And in fact, if you want to send me a birthday greeting, please do so. I would love to hear from you. Constance at fulfillingyourpurpose.com, everybody. So let's go to these quick commercials, like I said, and we're going to be right back with Dane as he really talks to us about how we can begin to reclaim our power to begin a living and creating our best life. So stay tuned, everybody. Do you have an upcoming event where you need a dynamic speaker? Constance Arnold is a sought-after keynote speaker that will enlighten the entire audience with proven strategies that are aligned with your organization's vision and mission. An experienced speaker for major Fortune 500 companies, Constance has entertained audiences with inspiring change. Constance would love to make your next event an extraordinary success. Contact her today at Constance at FulfillingYourPurpose.com. For the past 30 years, Constance Arnold has coached clients globally in the areas of relationships, wealth, and career. Her vast clinical background gives her extraordinary understanding of human behavior to accelerate manifestation. Every coaching client receives proven action plans to create change from the inside out. Constance will be right by your side. Talk to her today at Constance at fulfillingyourpurpose.com. Well, everybody, I am back and I am excited. And I know you're saying, Constance, you're always excited. And I am because I believe that every guest that appears on my show that really that I have been attracted to them by the Spirit just for you. And today, my very special guest is Mr. Dane Stevens, and he is an author, speaker, and facilitator, and he is the developer of the Neurotrauma Healing Process, otherwise known as NTIHP, and the Soul Recognition Process, otherwise known as SRC. He is the author of Reclaim Your Power to Create Your Best Life. Don't we all need that? He's going to talk to us today about trauma, what it is, how we can release that and move toward healing and create our best lives. He has a powerful, amazing story that he's going to share with you. He lives in 
British Columbia. For my international listeners, that's in Canada. So I want you to open up your spirit, open up your heart, and just receive this powerful message. So Mr. Dane Stevens, welcome to the Law of Attraction Radio Network. Thank you for having me, Constance. So nice to be here. What's going on, Dane, up there in Canada? Well, it's getting a little cooler up here now, and uh, I have to say that uh, I've moved recently, just this year, mm-hmm. uh, away from the city into this beautiful little community called Osoyoos, right off wonderful Osoyoos Lake, the warmest lake in Canada. So life is pretty good for me up here, and, and uh, uh, yeah, taking in the events of the world, of course, and, and, and uh, doing what we need to do there. But overall, feeling pretty lucky, feeling pretty blessed. So, Well, yeah. I'm, I'm excited about having you on the show because just in my own life, personally, having worked with, with clients for 25 years and I have millions of listeners that are listening to this now, I feel that it's just really divinely ordained that you be here. So let's just get into it. You have a quote on your website and it says, it's not a matter of of if you will experience trauma, but a matter of when. That was thought-provoking. And so let's talk about trauma. What is it and uh, how does it show up in people's lives? I guess the third part is, do you feel like people are maybe acknowledging that something has traumatic happened to them because of where we are in the pandemic? Yeah, yeah. And and good questions and good ones to start with because most people when we say the word trauma, they think of it is that it's some big physical or emotional experience that has happened, uh like a car crash or the experience of war or where you've been severely abused in a big physical or emotional way. And those are traumas, no question, but those are called big T traumas. There's also the little T traumas, and those ones are harder to spot. The little T trauma are ones that you don't, it, it, you know, you might not relate to a trauma. One like um, neglect, for example, it seems like nothing happened. And in, in neglect, especially, of course, as a child, if we're neglected as children, we have formed a belief about ourselves. And this belief is not in alignment with the truth about us. our our true nature. Therefore, we have skewed our natural energy and the trauma forms. Um, Living with a high-functioning alcoholic, uh, once again, as a young child, where where most of the time the traumas form young, or we can have traumas form younger a lot easier because we're such sponges and we're taking everything in. So if growing up, we were one of our caretakers uh, was a high-functioning alcoholic, we might not even known we're on this receiving end of abuse. But uh, you know, alcoholism itself is a form of self-abuse, and obviously it's going to get passed on. So we would have experienced uh, some form of trauma there because we had to alter our energy somehow. We had to alter our behavior. Therefore, our natural energy out, out picturing was skewed, and we experienced what was we considered trauma. So there's so many ways, you know, somebody close to us passing. Uh, and they could have just passed by natural causes, but if they weren't replaced or we didn't know how to handle that person's passing, that too can can result in what's termed a trauma. So you'd be hard pressed to find anybody that doesn't have some degree what's termed trauma looping inside of them. And all that means is something stuck looping in the nervous system, 
unprocessed. So it's, um, yeah, trauma. Uh, and the one way to know if you have a trauma is if you have some kind of a, an unwanted behavior, a chronic condition, an addictive behavior, doesn't matter whether it's with your health, your wealth, your relationships, your career, what have you, or even just happiness, or like maybe somebody's dealing with depression. I can pretty much assure you, if you haven't been able to deal with these, this, these unwanted behaviors, that there's something stuck looping in your nervous system unprocessed. And so for anybody out there, Dane, who may repeatedly choose the same kind of relationship, I heard your story, or, you know, they always suffer from insomnia, or they always get fired, or they can never keep the money that they make, that's a sign. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, it's a tough pill to swallow when somebody, you keep attracting uh, abusive relationships, for example, like you said. And, you know, to, to put it on yourself, you know, we don't want that either, but we say to take responsibility. And what we mean when we say to take responsibility is once you understand that it's happening inside of you and therefore it's out picturing itself, you are actually attracting that person because it's happening inside of you. So when you understand that, you know, and you take responsibility for understanding that's going on inside of you. It's not blame. We want to be clear about that, but it's understanding that this is looping in your nervous system. And therefore, uh, you know, when you take responsibility, that's the start of reclaiming your power because you do have the ability to change that. So it's about paying attention to the patterns that are the negative patterns that are going on in your life that you're not liking. So do most people just medicate those, uh, those behaviors, those feelings, uh, you know, the pandemic is going on now. And like, I think a lot of stuff is coming up. So do people just push those down, Dane? What do you think? Yeah, you know, I really, uh, I hope people don't just medicate. And, and you know, to be clear on medication, you know, it's, it, medication has a, has a place. And I'm talking about food, sports, any kind of thing. So people don't have to feel what they feel in addition to medications. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. True. So like I, just to touch on medication, you know, it's, uh, I see it as okay for a short term, but it does, it does numb us out. Like you said, if we, um, sports or, you know, you know, alcohol, sex, anything that will numb that out. Um, yeah, a lot of people are turning to these different vices and I truly believe, Constance, that we're in a real place of opportunity right now. I believe that what we're seeing in the world right now is our, what I'll call our, our group consciousness. And some of the ugly things that we still have inside of us that are being outpictured. And in the healing world, they say, if you can't feel it, you can't heal it. Mm. And right now, so many people are feeling it. And we're you know, even, even seeing it. So, and, and to understand that when something comes up in us, whether it be fear, whether it be anger, whether it be resentment, you know, whether it be sadness, whatever it is, that that is a part in us that needs our attention. I'm going to say that that's not who we are. That's a pretty big statement to make. It's not negating your feelings. That's more like allowing yourself to accept your full feelings But when you have this pattern that keeps going on and something like the pandemic has brought it all up for everybody 
And our job is to go inside of us as much as it seems like the outside world is, is controlling us or affecting us. We are powerful. And the answers, the cure is inside of us. And if we can understand that and go inside and give ourselves what we need, instead of going for that drink, instead of going to, to shove that, that emotion down, instead of getting angry, you know, whatever, they're sort of judging somebody else. And instead of shutting down, if we can go inside, and that's where with the NTHP work, I'm very passionate about it because it gives people a direct route, a direct, direct access in a safe and gentle manner to the cause, to the source, to that subconscious mind that is creating this, this feeling, this fearful feeling, whatever the feeling is, and therefore the outpicturing of it as a negative pattern in your life. So um, a lot of people, like you say, are, you know, trying to cope with this. And I really encourage you to look inside yourself because that's where the healing is. And I, what I would say is the only place, the only true healing is going to come from inside of each one of us. That's good. That's good. You know, you mentioned our nervous system. So how does trauma impact our brain and our nervous system? So how we process information is it comes in through the right brain. The right brain is formless. It's sound, it's color, it's imagination. It's all the senses. So things come in, uh, the raw data, shall we say, comes in the right brain, experiences it, and then sends it to the left brain to be made sense of, understood, and filed. If the information come from that right brain is too much, too scary, too bizarre, too outrageous, too dangerous maybe for that left brain to handle, it will send it back to that right brain. And what does the right brain do? The right brain does what the right brain does, sees it, feels it, experiences it in its entirety, and sends it to the left brain to be made sense of, understood, and filed. If it's still too much, still too overwhelming for that left brain, it will reject it and send it back, and the cycle has begun. And this keeps looping in our nervous system trying to process itself. Now, the brain's MO is survival. So it does not want this barrage of unwanted, potentially harmful information cycling in its, you know, taking up space or getting in its way. So it sends this information out of the way, hence to the sub conscious. Hmm. Gone? Is it out of the way? Definitely not. Still very much alive, looping in your nervous system, trying to process itself, it's trapped somewhere in your body. So, you know, that's how, you know, it goes to the feeling in the body. The feeling is in the body. And when it gets triggered, whether it be by a sight, a sound, a color, a big person, the dark, whatever that is, when that gets triggered, we go back. And that, that time is, is, the synopsis fires in the brain and we go back to six years old if that's when it happened or one of the events happened. So mm -hmm. that's how it affects us. And when you look at something like addiction, it can seem, you know, see the people, you know, feel so helpless because that synopsis fires in their brain and they, you know, you know, wake up with the fourth drink in their hand or wake up in a fight with their spouse or wake up, uh, you know, withdrawn or crying. So it can seem make us feel so helpless like we're at the mercy of this and once again that's why i'm very passionate about sharing this work so people can get off the treadmill of addiction or self-sabotage or getting sick or going broke or whatever that is attracting negative relationships whatever that is and have choice or their power back 
Yeah, you also you had on your website um, when our conscious and subconscious minds are aligned and in agreement, there is nothing in our way and what we desire will manifest in our life. You just, what you just shared, I just read. Yeah, yeah. Well, and, and I didn't even, when I, what happened with me is I got messed up and I was in this state of fight or flight for a very long time. And uh, I, I just wanted out of fight or flight. I just wanted relief. So I didn't know just what would happen. I didn't, I didn't anticipate that when we do our healing work, when we slow and stop these tapes from cycling, cycling within us that have a belief in separation, a belief in, in fear, we'll say, um, then what happens is it creates space in you. And that space opens up to what I'll call higher consciousness. And what comes through it naturally shows up naturally and automatically without us doing anything is peace is power is creativity is abundance is health is beauty that's our nature and all we need to do to get back to our nature is heal these parts of us that have a belief in separation that have split off literally from who we really are from our higher self our higher consciousness our authentic self and when we do that, our authentic self, our higher consciousness is there and comes through. And it's just that the busyness of the mind and those tapes running in the subconscious that keep us from being who we really are. Does that make sense? That's great. You know, you're so great at explaining the listeners. I was uh, uh, really just kind of kidding with Dane before we got uh, started the recording. And, and I said, Dane, you are so cool and calm and peaceful. I said, you even, you sound healed. <laughs> you look healed. And, you know, I was joking, but it's so true. He's very centered and very peaceful. That emanates, you know, from from who you are. I know it, it hasn't always been that way. So share with listeners your journey or your story. Yeah. So um, I know, I guess I'm a trauma specialist, but it goes into the spiritual realm. So, but I, I still call myself a trauma specialist because of what I went through. I had no intention or desire to become a, a trauma specialist. Um, it was out of sheer necessity where I went to a, therapist slash healer and at the time I went to her I was doing very well in my life in all areas except for my relationships mm. and because my relationships I would destroy them sabotage them somehow and seek intimacy elsewhere and immediately it became such a, a clear and obvious pattern that I knew I had to look at it and it made me question whether I had dealt with a childhood sexual abuse issue which I had not so I went to this therapist slash healer and I knew nothing of trauma at that time. So I was kind of in her hands and a number of sessions in, and she was not cheap, but a number of sessions in, she asked me if I would like to force the trauma out. If I'd like to go for a home run is what she said. Mm -hmm. And I knew nothing of trauma at that time. So I said, sure, let's go for a home run. And a number of sessions later, the energy circuit she talked about, basically the trapped energy in my body, broke. And, you know, she even said when this stuff breaks, stuff's going to happen. And I had not a clue what that really meant. I had not a clue what I was in for. And when I got off that table, she had me on the table twisted in some 
different positions and tell me to go there. And when I came off the table, I can remember even vividly just to this day that I came off the table and I was scared for no apparent reason. I had this fearful energy flowing through me and jittery platelets and I was all unstable and I just assumed it would pass. So I just kind of went, you know, left and went about my, my, my day and, 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 but it did not pass. It kept going on and I kept seeing her, um, but nothing changed this. I still had these feelings, these unstable feelings of feeling like I was plugged into a 220 volt outlet and, you know, there's all this electricity just running through me that I couldn't handle. I was overloaded. So it never did subside. And the inside being the credit of the outside, feeling so unstable and so fearful inside, my whole world started to crumble. Mm. And I lost everything. Uh, she stopped seeing me because I ran out of money, but I think also maybe even more so because she didn't know what she did and didn't know how to fix it. And I remember her literally yelling at her on the phone, you can't leave me like this. And, but the damage was done and it took me five years to find somebody who could tell me what happened to me. And ironically enough, it was Hazel who was a wonderful trauma specialist. Apparently this is how we're made, but uh, because she had the same thing happen to her. She had a, uh, a therapist or a healer try to force a trauma out of her and it messed her up too. So it's uh, my, my path was not a fun one, uh, but I have to say where I am now, I probably wouldn't be here without going through what I went through. That being said, I, I don't know that. But that being said, that I'm not saying that people have to go through this and why I am sharing the work I'm sharing is because I don't want people to have to go through that. And they don't have to go through that. There's a safe and gentle manner with which you can access the very cause of the negative pattern, the unwanted behavior, the chronic condition, whatever, in your life. So that, that's how this all began. And uh, it was through Hazel that I understood how we worked and how the nervous system works and how trauma works. She was a student of Peter Levine and also worked with Bert Hellinger and uh, Bessel van der Kolk and so on, all the, the, the big guys. So I really learned about trauma there. But surprisingly enough, I did not get uh, a healing there. I did not get the relief. It wasn't until I stumbled upon uh, John Bradshaw's work, the left-right John Bradshaw. Yeah, so that's where I got the healing is through that work and, and um, that's a whole other story, but that is how this all got formed and came about, yes. So explain to people, you know, what is neurotrauma healing process? Because we know a lot of people can identify with some of the things that you talked about, you know, maybe being abandoned as a child, you know, they can identify some of the behaviors that are happening in our lives. So ex explain that process to people. And I love gentle, you know, when you, when you said it doesn't have to be, you know, I've been a therapist for 25 years and I think I, I start going rogue maybe my fifth year. And I would say it could not be the will of God for people just to be sharing their past. I knew that that couldn't be it. But at the time, I didn't know what it was, but I knew that that wasn't it. So people sometimes are turned off by doing the inner work. But I love that you said that it's, that it's, it's not forceful. 
So explain yeah. to people what that process is. What does yeah. that mean? Yeah, the, the last thing you want to do with trauma is try to force it out. And, and still to this day, the biggest trauma I experienced was when she tried to force the trauma. Mm -hmm. So uh, no, it has to be gentle. The key mm -hmm. accessing this inner part of you, first of all, is inner compassionate connection. Mm -hmm. And you do that through creating a great deal, a great level of trust. And when you create enough trust, those parts within you that have a belief in separation that maybe have had a negative experience or just have a limiting belief that's they've been instilled in them. But when you are able to access this part, create enough trust where this part will actually, you can make a connection, an intimate connection. You can converse with this part and it unfreezes, but it takes trust. It takes inner compassionate connection and the neurotrauma is neuro meaning brain, it's a, the foundation of the work is a left right brain process. And just to follow through on the, on the story, just telling okay. when I discovered John Bradshaw's work, I discovered that left right brain process. And I just like made this connection and it was, uh, I was very excited because I knew I'd connected to that scared, fearful part of me. And, uh, but I, I tried to do it on my own and I couldn't make it safe enough. I couldn't allow that part to unfree. So it was actually very frustrating. It took me eight months, was like an eight month fight with myself trying to get this part to trust me and unfreeze. So I searched high and low for somebody who did this, this type of work and I couldn't find anybody. I scoured the internet and I phoned anybody I thought might and even tried to talk people into doing it and nobody would. And I found somebody literally across the street. I don't know, like six months later or something. And Mary had done this work and she was willing to work with me. And she was very generous with her time. And I worked with her and like within two months or less, I had brought myself to what we call traction. That is getting relief and having a consistently healthy and positive relationship with the life within me. And w after that, you know, I did start taking the work over on my own and the process I, I teach now in THP just kind of flowed out of me. So it's not like I can take credit for this work. The left right brain process work has been around for a long time. It just hasn't been made into a way that's been usable and accessible for everybody to use. And, and now it has. So, so the Nero is the, is the left right brain and it's a process. So it's not a one shot thing. And, it doesn't take that long. This is not about learning your story better on a couch for two years. You actually get to connect with the very cause and give yourself what you didn't get that at that time or what you're not getting now. And when you do that, you know, two things happen. First of all, you realize that you can affect, you can connect with and affect what's going on inside of you. And second of all, you realize when the ins you realize that the in when the inside changes, the outside changes. There's nothing to do. The inside does create the outside and you get to literally prove that to yourself and give yourself access to that. And so Dane, if somebody comes to you, they are compassionately connecting with their inner self. Yes. Yes. And so you know, we, don't, we don't do that naturally, huh? It's funny because what we do is first of all, we teach people how to love themselves. But in order to actually love yourself, you have to understand yourself. You have to understand what you want, what you need. 
it, it's great to look in the mirror and tell yourself you're great. It's great to go and get massages and pedicures. That's wonderful. But to actually understand what it is that you need and what your true desires are, that's when you really fulfill yourself, capital S. So it's, this work is interesting because maybe, just maybe, and people might get upset at me for saying this one, but maybe these negative patterns, these addictive behaviors, these chronic conditions are there on purpose. Maybe they're there for a reason. Because the truth is, as long as we keep going outside of ourselves, as long as we keep looking outside of ourselves for the answer, for healing, for love, for success, for money, whatever it is, we'll never get it. We can't get it. And we understand that when we go inside and we can give it, we give it to ourselves, then it shows up on the outside. Mm. And so maybe these patterns are in our life for a reason. Maybe they're going to stay there until we learn to go inside they're actually driving us inside and through that as i mentioned earlier when we heal these parts that have a belief in separation that are afraid or angry or sad or what have you what naturally all opens up uh, is higher consciousness our higher consciousness starts to flow through us call it god call it buddha call it higher power call it what you want it starts to flow naturally through us what do you mean by belief in separation? So I'm going to talk about the brain about that briefly okay. first. When we come into this world, we come in whole brain. Around the age six or seven, a split starts to occur in the brain. And around the, between, between the ages of nine or 10, an actual split occurs and we become left and right brained. And the more that I do this work, the more that we do this neuro, this you know, left-right brain work, the more I believe we're, we're trying to get back to be whole-brained again, back to being present again. And um, so the belief in separation occurs on more than one, one level. I'm just going to explain it because what happens, two things happen when we experience trauma. First of all, time stops. And the second thing is we split off. So time stops and we keep experiencing that event at that time, at that age. Maybe we've seen an adult who got their buttons pushed and all of a sudden they act like they're a little kid. They act like they're six years old. And maybe that's exactly right. Maybe they got their buttons pushed and they got triggered by something and that synopsis fires in their brain and they are that six-year-old again that is trying to process this information. So we, we split off, uh, the, the, the time stops, I should say, and it keeps cycling in our nervous system at that time. And once again, the brain's MO is survival. It pushes it out of the way. And that, is, that splitting off means this part actually creates its own entity. It's still cycling in the nervous system, trying to process itself, but your brain has got it out of the, conscious, out of the way of the conscious mind. So it's still very much looping within you, but it is not present. It is stuck back in that time. Mm -hmm. So you split off in that way. And also within that experience itself, that part of you that is still trying to deal with that isn't present. Therefore, it is not connected to higher consciousness mm -hmm. anymore. You know, it is, but it isn't. That's a, that's a big conversation. But when you do connect with that wounded part and unfreeze it 
and bring it back into this present moment where it's not happening anymore and you are present. And there is, it's when I, you asked how I, uh, how my experience was in this work. And when the mind becomes still, it's this profound thing because you're used to it. Just, you're just used to it reeling off and running and running and running, especially from the subconscious level. So when you heal these parts and all of a sudden you are present and it's this profound thing, it's this profound peace, the peace beyond understanding. And uh, it's from simply reconnecting these parts that have split off through trauma. And so in your life, was your missing part love? And so did you go inward and connect compassionately with, your, with that part of you and you gave yourself love? Let's look at me analyzing you, Dane. And <laughs> so what happened? With Analyze you? away. <laughs> yeah, look, for, for me, um, because of how things went with the, with the therapist forced in trauma to me, my whole, everything was up. I, I was just you. a big open wound. So I was really forced to do my work. And uh, like I say, when I discovered the, the Bradshaw work, that's when I really went, oh. And, and made the connection inside. I didn't really know for sure at that point. I mean, I had a, an idea because I'd, I'd uh, met Hazel and, and learned about trauma, so, but never made that connection. And there's no question about, you know, it's interesting though, because you say learning to love yourself and learning to love yourself comes from getting to know yourself. And we tend to know ourselves from the neck up or we think we do anyway. But when we really get inside of ourselves and when you can get intimate with yourself. And when I say that, what I mean is with the neurotrauma healing process, you can let the, this inner life speak. You can actually create an intimate connection with this inner life, a personal and intimate connection with this inner life. And you get to let yourself out. And it's wild because you will learn about yourself. And it's kind of like you get to learn the things that you didn't know that you knew. And some of it is our memories from the past or beliefs that you had from the past, maybe even you know, straight in the present. You might know you still have them now. You just might not know that they're not serving you. But, and, and maybe talents and abilities, something you love to do that you just buried. Or maybe it was something you didn't know that you love to do. Because when we do this healing work and we get these, you reconnect these parts back and we become whole, when we become present, what comes through is who we really are. And I mentioned the characteristics, peace, mm -hmm. power, you know, love, creativity, all those things. And what comes with that is the gift that we are to the world. And I, I share this often because it's just a, such a, a wild, great story. But um, when I was doing my work, I, I, I was in California. I was in a, a, quite an unhealthy relationship. And the guidance I got, you'll eventually, you, you have amazing wisdom, by the way. As you heal, the wisdom that will come through is profound. And the guidance I got was to come back to Canada. Hmm. And uh, so I, I did. I followed that guidance, and we ended up breaking up, and I came back to Canada. And I had sent somebody I went to high school with in, uh, in, in Canada, you know, back in the 80s. I had sent her a, a Facebook message like a year earlier. And when I got back within a month and a half, two months, I got back, she received that message and she mm. didn't receive it until then. 
And, and it was kind of when I was doing some soul searching, I realized I didn't treat her very well. Hmm. And we connected after that, after I'd got back, and it was a few months or what have you since I'd been back. And uh, we didn't remember, we didn't, don't remember saying goodbye when we broke up when we were in high school. And we got back together here and we haven't stopped. We met at, at the beach and we went for a two-hour walk and haven't stopped. And, you know, my whole issue was relationships. And I'm now in this amazing relationship. And it's been, you know, somewhat effortless, I have to say. It's been natural and beautiful and wonderful. And we are good for each other. And so I, I, I listened to you, and you said you move from healing to empowerment when you go in and you do the inner work. Yep. So you're empowered now, right? And is that what will happen with people if they would, you know, go through your process? What does that look like? Yeah, yeah. And I'm just sorry, I got long-winded there, but I'm going to finish that story because it kind of tells about this. Okay, go ahead. And, and what happened is when me and Anne got back together, she saw I was doing this work. I was working with other people. And I wasn't about to tell, it, tell her about it or try to force it on her and say, hey, you got to do this work. None of that. I really just held back. And, and after a while, she asked questions and, and inquired and so on. And, uh, and she wanted to try it out. So we, I did uh, a few sessions with her, and she completely embraced it. And now she's a senior facilitator. She just really got it and embraced it. It's no surprise, I suppose. But what also come, came forth of that, out of that was, you know, this was only a few years ago now, she went to a, uh, a tarot reading class. And just, you know, when she was younger, she used to read tarot just for fun mm-hmm. kind of thing. And when she went to the class, the person you know, who was running the class said, you need to be doing this and kind of took her under her wing. And you know, Anne had no intention of pursuing that at all. And she has just flourished in that. And she's an, an in-demand reader now. She had like 700 readings her first year. And she's just like, I didn't do anything. And that's what happens with this work. It will let out who you are and your gifts to be given. And life is not supposed to be hard and complicated and difficult. We have so complicated life. And it's all this busyness it's been running inside of us that has complicated life. And now, yeah, we can slow that down, still that, become present, and let life, this loving intelligence that is life, come through us and, and fulfill us in all of the, all the ways that you know we could possibly want and desire. So, Dan, you mentioned when you go inside is inner energy so are are people connecting with god or spirit or themselves a higher power what is that energy or or explain that to people yeah yeah and in like i mentioned earlier it really the more i have done this work the more i see that this is on purpose that Mm. these things are happening to us to to drive us inside and they're going to keep happening until we go inside and when we go inside first of all we do the healing work and it was a bit of a challenge to put the book out, I have to say, because I don't want people to you know, do it on their own and go to a place where they don't feel comfortable or don't get the results of the work. So that's where working with the trained uh, NTHP, NTHP facilitator is, is suggested. But as we do that, we do the healing work in the start. And we give these parts of ourselves what they didn't get that at that time, and we're, we're not giving ourselves now. And through that healing work, 
when we make that connection, we know that it's real. Right now, what I'm speaking here, it probably sounds, it could sound very ethereal, um, you know, you know, can sound quite out there. But when you do the, this work, you see just how obvious it is. And you connect to this, first of all, this wounded part in you, and you know it's you. And, you, 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 and therefore, you make, you know, the connection is quite easy. There, you know, can be anger and can be all kinds of things that, that come out of that. Um, but you know that it's you. And you bring that point, that, that life to the point of being healed, <clears throat> excuse me, to the point of being back in this present moment. And as you do that, yes, you're opening the door, shall we say, and that higher consciousness comes through. And it's natural. It's automatic. You don't need to do anything. So to be empowered is more an undoing and unlearning than it is, you know, don't need to learn anymore. We, are, oh, we all know way too much. We need to unlearn to let ourselves be who we are. And then what comes through is who we are. Peace. Well, that's good. Yeah. And it's almost like, you know, if you've ever seen pictures of a hurricane and all of the debris is everywhere and, you know, and they pick it up and it may be a dog or something or, or a person under there, the debris in our lives, you know, once people release that and become whole, I can see that, that just naturally who they are begins to emerge. Yeah. That's yeah. good news for people. Absolutely. And you know what? Understand that you have always, you are on purpose and you have always been on purpose. And when you heal these parts, you can look back at what happened and not be triggered, first of all, and look back and go, wow. You know, that's where I came from. That's what happened. Wow. Because this is your story. And it's, you know, when you're healed, it's a great story. It's your story. It's your life. And you've always been on a purpose. And it will make your life make sense as well. It's so interesting that you sent Anne. Is it Anne? That uh, Facebook uh, note and how yeah. she didn't get it. until That um, is so interesting. And in the relationship I was in before, it was like, break up, get back together, break up, break, get back together. It was like off and on for like a year and a half or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I'd sent her a message at one of the times where we were broken up, but we'd actually gotten back together again after that. And it wasn't until I actually moved back to Canada a year later that she got the message. Yeah, that was pretty profound. Pretty wild. Well, you know, you are on the Law of Attraction radio network, so you know I got to ask you about the <laughs> Law of Attraction thing. You, you can't leave without answering that question. You mentioned many times this inside. And, you know, with the Law of Attraction, a lot of people are trying to manifest outside. So to me, what you're saying just aligns with what I believe, that even with the Law of Attraction, it's, in, it's an inside job. It is. It is. And the law of attraction is working always perfectly right now. And people say, well, does not. I've been trying to manifest, manifest this for months. And it's because there's something inside of you that is either out of alignment with that or doesn't want that or doesn't feel deserving or, you know, there could be a number of different things. But when you get into alignment when you rise above the level of thought, and that sounds like such a lofty thing and it's not, but when you can rise above the level of thought, what happens is energy, spirit rises. Mm -hmm. And spirit knows why you're here. 
Spirit knows every hair in your head, knows your talents, your abilities, knows your desires, and has the ability to fulfill them. And when you understand that, when you understand that the little mind, the thinking mind, isn't your real mind also. It's the little eye. It's the little mind. There is a much bigger mind that is connected to the all and everything and therefore can connect and create all and everything that you want, need, and desire. And it flows. So it's more about listening and discovering than it is about trying to create and manifest. It's already manifest. It's already manifest inside of you. You just need to uncover that and let it out. And oh, I it love is that. Joy. It is a joyful experience. It is a joyful path. And in that, you know, the healing turns into great wisdom and great play. So, Because yeah. our subconscious just outpictures what we truly believe. Yeah, yeah. The outside, completely secondary. Well, it's completely secondary. And like you said, Constance, it's showing us what we're thinking, what we're believing, and how we're treating ourselves. It's the feedback system. So talk about like your daily practices, like do you meditate? You're so calm, dang. You're going to have to give me your secret. Uh, sometimes I get a little high. Do you like meditate every day? Do you go inside every day? What is that like for you so that, you know, we can kind of share with listeners some things that they might begin to do? Yeah. Well, first and foremost, you know, if uh, you haven't got the book, get the book. And, and the writing is even the act of writing, just, just regular writing, cursive writing, affects thousands of neural pathways in your brain. I so didn't know that. Just get writing, and, and if you can get the book, by all means. Okay, let, let me say something about the book to my listeners. I read the book. I bought it, and it went to Kindle. And y'all know I'm big on, I believe that God has a myriad of ways to bring healing to you. The whole universe is conspiring to get that to you. And when I read his work, that's why I said, I got to have him on my show. And I told your PR person, I said, I got to have him on my show. (laughs) And I'm like, this is what people need for right now. And even some of the things that when I hear you explain it, it's like a knowing in my spirit. Yes, that's it. I can see the pathway in my mind. So for all of my listeners, you need to invest in yourself and get his book. It's powerful. Yeah. I had to, excuse me for interjecting that. Go ahead, oh, Dane. Not a problem. Not a problem. And, and you know, I still uh, write, you know, a couple of times a week for sure, two or three times a week. Um, but meditation is a big key for me. And, you know, this thing will take us over. And that's a lot what we're doing. A lot of people, they feel their mind is too busy. They can't meditate. Their their mind is too busy. Mm -hmm. And when we do the NTHP work, we slow that mind down and bring you present. So it becomes much easier. And uh, so, yeah, uh, what I do is exercise in the morning and then I meditate for an hour and uh, try and and continually stop throughout the day. And if ever I have something that um, makes me confused or gets me out of sorts and any kind of negative emotion, I get on the page. I do the writing work because I know that it's happening inside of me. 
So, uh, that's yeah. so good. And so can listeners, we know everything is virtual now. Tell listeners about your services. I think, can they reach out to you? Do they, do you guys have to be in person? What would that look like? What, what are your services? What's your website? What kind of services do you offer your contact information, et cetera? Okay. So yeah, we work with people in, uh, online one-on-one and in groups. Uh, we've just started a group, so if, you, know, you, can, you can inquire about that. It may, mm-hmm. may not be too late. Um, and uh, one, we have facilitators that work with people one-on-one. So uh, you can work with a male or a female facilitator. And, you know, it, it's, uh, a lot of people have, you know, don't like working online. It, like you say, Constance, it's kind of the time. So, yeah. And we've been doing it this way for years. Mm. So. Yeah, so it works great. We we have clients from all over the all over the world, so we've kind of had to work this way, but it works great and it works is not a problem. So, and uh, yeah, so one on one or groups online, and uh, you can reach us at my website is danestevensonline.com. You can go to the events there and see what's happening at the time. And there's also to learn more about the NTHP itself, uh, you can go to an extraordinarylife.ca so that's a n extraordinarylife.ca and you can check it out there guys this this man is the real deal and uh i just as i said earlier i just felt like he needs to be on my show he has something he has a nugget especially for times like these and so dane what would be just the last parting remarks that you would like to uh, leave or share with people all over the world in, in, in a sense more of the same but it's specific to you you are powerful and if you have anything going on in your life any negativity, any doubts, fears that, that, you know, keep coming up, go inside and start that journey. The biggest, the scariest part of fear is the anticipation of. But once you start, you actually start to uncover your power. You get to get to know who you are and who you are is magnificent and is beautiful and powerful. So uh, really start your inward, inward journey and watch the outside quite simple, simply follow suit. When you give it to yourself on the inside, watch it show up. Want more love? Learn how to love yourself. Want respect? Give yourself respect within. Want more money? Then, then free yourself from the insecurities within you and, and watch it show up. So. Thank you. So powerful. Everybody visit his website. And like I said, you got to purchase his books and contact him and he will reach out to you. And I believe that uh, he's a healer and uh, he will really uh, help you to create from the inside out your extraordinary life. Everybody, remember to visit my website at fulfillingyourpurpose.com. Email me at Constance at fulfillingyourpurpose.com. Com and let me know how this show is shifting, motivating. Y'all know I'm big in the transformation and transforming you from the inside out. And as I say every week, you may not know it or feel it, but you are surrounding, surrounded by a loving, giving spirit on the inside of you. I want you to think, feel, and say this week that something good is going to happen to me and through me this week. Make it a great week, everybody. 
Thank you for listening to Think, Believe, and Manifest. Constance Arnold will be back next week with another great show just for you. For more information, please visit fulfillingyourpurpose.com. How can you explain Diet Coke to someone who doesn't understand? You might drink a Diet Coke if you want something bubbly. Maybe you need a little pick-me-up after work. Maybe your to-do list is turning into a to-do novel, and this ice-cold beverage is the one thing standing between you and an afternoon spent screaming into pillows. <sighs> or maybe you just like the sound of the words Diet Coke. Well, you don't need to explain yourself. If you want a Diet Coke, you want a Diet Coke. Drink it up.